everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about I Kill Giants on our Dollar Box Cinema episode. And also, it's our four-year anniversary. Happy anniversary. Hey, hey guys, it's Ron. We did it, boys. <laughs> this is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Uh, yeah, it's our four-year anniversary. It's been a long time. I know. It's exciting. We're not, it's, we're not doing anything special wild. for it. It's just... Uh, it's wild. Just four years. Four years. It's crazy. Have, I feel like I don't get to celebrate since I haven't been on that no, long. you've been here, baby. Yeah, well, it's I mean, my anniversary. You've been, you've been so I want to know. You were Bro, on you've been here since the beginning, though. You have you been. You forget. You've been on a very... You were on a... I don't remember what episode... I was on, like, three, right? Or something? Well, I don't like remember what episode four, was your yeah. first, but you were on a very So, in three episodes, episode. it'll be my four-year anniversary. Go back. Go back three episodes ago. I talked about this. Well, that's more than three. Has it been... I don't... Time is a contract. that was months ago. It was like at least a month and a half ago when you t- when we when you ran through all the stats. Yeah, yeah. I think that was on two hundred. That would make sense to me. Yep. So this is we're really on, interesting. We're on we're so anyway, we're, we're gonna anyway. before we go uh, any further into the show, mm-hmm. the show we got to make sure that we remember our uh, pickle of the week. Scooby Dooby Doo. No. Where are you? Hey Scoob. Where are you? My pickle of the week is. Heavy metal number two ninety eight. Of course it is. It they're is. about to hit three hundred. They are. It's wild. They're doing. They're doing something. They're doing the whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I talked to talked to yeah. one of those reps. Me too. I yeah. talked to him for a long. time. <laughs> yeah, I talked to him for a while. Yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was a good dude. Yeah, he was super cool. I can't remember his name, but uh, yeah, me neither. But he was really nice. Yeah. Um, trying to change um, the game. Yeah, with heavy metal. Yeah, they're trying to get more eyes on the book, and mm-hmm. the, it's and heavy metal. If you've never read it, is very different. It's um, kind of like um, it's like an anthology storytelling a lot of times. Um, and th- they might be getting away from that a little bit. Yeah, that's um, what he was telling me. And start to do more complete stories in the mm-hmm, books. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's still, pretty cool. Still, but have both. I have anthologies and also complete yeah. stories. Because it can be a little confusing when you pick up a book and you're like, oh, this is part three of a continuation of a story that came out two years ago. Like, right. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, but, and, but the thing with Heavy Metal is that they always have like top tier artists on yes. the book. and. They're about to get even more now. I know. That's what I heard. People that you've never heard of, and now people that you have heard of. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like mm-hmm. a, a lot of the, like Matina and a lot of those European artists got their start doing uh, heavy metal stuff. Yeah. Especially That's in the cool. 70s. Like all your, um, what's the guy who did all the smut stuff? Uh, like um, <laughs> uh, Milo Minara. Oh, yeah. That guy. You know, if, if they're drawn, if they do that type of art, they probably started doing a lot of heavy metal stuff. Like um, Luis Royo and huh. all that stuff. So. But I, I, I love heavy metal. I, I enjoy flipping through it every month, and it's still Grant Morrison's still in charge of that thing. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. So he doesn't he doesn't put stories in the book anymore. Sure. Thankfully, he's just running it, running it. That first one he put in there was stupid. Oh, was it? Yeah. I want to go back and read some heavy metals. It's a lot though. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. What's good? What you got, baby boy? Go Cable number one. Hey. Dawn of X. Hey. By Dugan and Phil Noto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already doing Noto. covers and interiors. Yeah, dog. Oh, really? It should be yeah. dope. Yeah. Look at that with a Muller nonsense covered. That I'm looking forward to. Okay. You know the logo covers? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're back. wild. They're back. Great. Want <laughs> some spray paint on it that doesn't make any sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Decorum by uh, Jonathan Hickman and uh, Mike Huddleston. Mike Huddleston was doing some oh, of the covers yeah, yeah, yeah. for Hawks Pox uh, mm-hmm. when that was going on. But yeah, it should be interesting. It's, uh, it's about assassins in this fantasy world. So What's the publisher? Image, so I thought as, as normal. Yeah, that's what that's what that's his go to publisher. That's his, cool. That's his random nice. books. Hickman. So I'm excited. I read that's the another... first issue preview when they sent that out like a month ago. 
Where was my notification, dog? I mean, check your emails, dog. Yeah, I guess so. Huh? Oh wait, there was I've been I've been rolling I've been rolling around. Yeah, I, yeah. you know. I mean, it was I don't, good. Ch- I don't check emails. Probably on Diamond, right? Yeah, I'm sure it, I'm is. Sure it is. But whatever, it's coming out today, so today. I'll read it. I'll read it today. That's exciting. Yay! Um, this is the part of the show where we would like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people find the show. It'll also help us achieve our 2020 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. Uh, so go do us a favor and uh, go do it because uh, it's important to your boys. I mean, it's all help, we got. Help our brother out. It's please. all we got out here. I mean, there's Corona out there, so like we're trying. To, <laughs> we're trying to stay inside. It's true. <laughs> stay inside and binge podcasts. Yeah, there exactly. You go. Uh, and create fake accounts and review. You know how to do the the Google Not thing? Yet. Okay, I'll get cool. back to you. All right, cool. <laughs> a little update. Okay, little, little update. Uh, no change. No, no, no update. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um, events. Dylan, do you want to go ahead and uh, sure. do your stuff? We have. Well, first I'm... is Son of Houston Con, the return. The return of Son of Houston. Return Con. of Son of Houston Con, March fourteenth and fifteenth. Um, that is at the Wyndham Hotel and Resorts. Oh. Yeah, it's a small, uh, small hotel, old-fashioned con. Mm-hmm. Find all the gems. Five dollar admission. Bunch of books. Yeah, yeah. Five dollars for the whole weekend. Yeah, what a bargain. Um, then we have Gundam Build Day on the twenty eighth at the Galleria area location. Ooh. Ten uh, percent off Gundam, free drinks, one to six p.m. Come hang out. Then April third, that is a Friday, the Neon Future signing. We're about. We should have books today if you come in today somewhere. Word. You know, books Word. are books. They said, "Oh, was it delivered today?" So it should be here anytime now. This is Monday, okay. so um, you should have the graphic novel and number one hey. um, with Steve nice. Aoki and Tom Bilyeu. Yeah. yeah, yeah, perfect. The writer and the character, character, yeah, <laughs> of that book. <laughs> yeah, and then on April eighteenth is the Eastern Rim. Funny book and a vintage con. Ooh, I'll, it's a, I, it's the same thing pretty much. It's trying to sell a Houston con, but I think it's bigger. So okay, and Where that is one it? um is at the Lee College. Okay, right. April eighteenth through the nineteenth, from there ten a.m. to five p.m. Are we are we set up there? We are. That's cool. And you can get tickets at easternrimcon.com. Excellent. That was a mouthful. <laughs> um. Okay. My stuff, um, Keyforge. For this month, we have Keyforge on the 13th, uh, which is a Archon event, so that means bring your own deck. If you don't have one, just buy one. I'll teach you how to play before we start. Um, and Inc., we have had people show up and have never played before, and they do very well. So it is very beginner-friendly. Uh, typically, we would have Keyforge back-to-back, but I have something going on uh, the following Friday. So the next Keyforge is going to be on the 27th, and that's going to be a sealed event. Um, we have... Beginner's RPG Day on the 28th um, from 4 to 7. Word. And we're playing Kids on Bikes. Hey. And then also on the 28th, we have Board Game Night. Hey. Uh, which more details to come uh, on that. That's just going to be a come hang out and play games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then uh, April, April 1st. I can't come to that. This punk. How <laughs> dare he? Uh, and then April 1st, we have uh, Apocalypse Club. Uh, we're playing Bedlam Hall, where you play as servants of a wealthy family uh, who are all trying to murder each other. And you're just trying to survive <laughs> the night. All right. There you go. Yes. Cool. A very Adams Family-ish. Uh, very funny. Uh, and that's all I've got for my stuff for this month. Hey. Hey. Um, so, 
what I done did. What you done did, Ron? You done do you done do anything? You sleep is one thing you done did. You done 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 did. I haven't done anything though. No. Not that I can talk about. We talked about I did yeah, no, I didn't no, I haven't done anything this week. It's been I've been busy, but nothing of importance. So there you go. Cool. <laughs> Dilly. Dilly, what you do? I saw Onward. Oh yeah? You yeah. like it? Yeah, it was really good. It's the first time we're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very natural. I think Yeah, I definitely want to see it. I think Michael would like it in particular. Do you? It's like very D and D heavy influence. Okay. You know. Okay. Is that enough to make you like a movie? No. Do you like Disney and Pixar? Sure. I like well, them fine. I feel like it merges two things you like, so you're probably gonna like it if you watch it. Well, okay. This I appreciate Or that. is it too like watered down? Like where you'd be like this no, isn't No no no. I appreciate you you saying that. However, I've noticed most of the times when people say you like something because you're going to like this because it's like D&D. I don't. Okay. I don't know why. I couldn't tell you. Oops. I couldn't tell you why. Exception being like Stranger Things. Um, okay. But, well, maybe you wouldn't. But, but, but the, but the tr- maybe you wouldn't. But it has D&D in it. Sure. This um, one, they're following a map to go find an item and the map, since they live... trolls, right? Yeah. Or something? Since they live in a fantastic world, the, the, the D&D that they play is like a historical game. Okay. So they're like Interesting. going to like historical landmarks and stuff like that. But it looks good. I yeah. do want to see it. It's decent. It's not great. Um, I'm, I'm hearing people rave about it. So really, rave. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Rave. Um, so yeah, that's what I did. And I played Temtem a lot. That's oh, yeah. God. Wait, I have a question. Go this ahead. is not interesting. Ron says he could see that I was playing Temtem on his Xbox. Yeah. How? If I'm you're on your Steam. PC, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So enlighten me. I I would Steam and Xbox the... work together. They can. Yes. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I would go to my, I hit the middle button that pulls up the sidebar, and I'll be like, "Oh, who was online?" And it said, "I want to say Prince Peach." Yeah, Prince yeah. Peach. And I was like, "With two, look with two H's, hit with me two up. H's." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Look, Dylan over here playing Tim Tim all day." Prince Peach is in two H's and like P A C H H. Yeah. Oh wow. Prince Peach was taken. Mm. Can you believe? I, I thought I, my first thought was two H's was. Prince Peach, you know. <laughs> Prince Peach. Okay, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, you um, played okay. Tim Tim. How's Tim Tim? That's great. Okay. Michael promised you would buy it when I... it comes to consoles in spring 2021. Okay, fine. No problem. I mean, at that point, yeah, I'll buy it too. No, you won't. Yeah, I don't I'm, trust I'm you. I, 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 would, I am much more likely to play it. Uh, you say consoles. Console. You say Switch, right? Xbox and Switch. Okay, that's cool. I'll buy it on whatever everybody else is buying it on. I'd prefer Xbox, but I'll buy it on that. I haven't played my Switch in... A year, so I feel like it lends itself more to Switch, but I don't it know. seems like it does. But that's because it's Pokemon, right? Yeah, yeah. You've played you've, you've played Sword and Shield, right? No, you, you want? I don't really play Pokemon, really. Okay, I've played but Go. Tim, Tim, though. Well, I just want to know like what's different about like what's is, different? Yeah, about Tim it's Tim. an MMO. So to, okay, so it's a, so it's Pokemon, but it's an MMO Pokemon, and it's like fully co-op, like you. Like you, it's two player co op. So you are with one other person and you share the team. Like you okay. eat it. You know, it's fully, it's kind of a hindrance because you can only pick three Temtem instead of six. So it kind of sucks sometimes, you know? But, uh, <laughs> you can only pick three Temtem, Ron. There's yeah. different types of Temtem than Pokemon. Um, oh, it's not like water, fire, the rock. The graphics and... are prettier. Wow. There's called out. You know how like Pokemon has just kind of like stopped evolving? I feel like a little bit. Like they're like, we're good. We're Pokemon. Right now it's we're been Pokemon. The best it's been looked at. I don't know. Specific. With the last one, yeah. Since since Let's Go Eevee, you know? Sure. And Pikachu. But before it's like that, the yeah. it. I thought there was a Kickstarter for Tim Tim. 
I don't know, dog. This looks a lot like Pokemon. It's exactly like Pokemon. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the graphics. This doesn't look... This. I it's mean, better. It's better. It's for big screens. Uh-huh. Have you plugged in that Let's looks... Go Pikachu or Eevee onto a TV? It's... Yes, I played on the TV. I, well, no. That no, looks like Pokemon. This looks... Exactly. It is. I'm telling no, you, like, it's a clone of Pokemon. Graphic, but graphic wise, it looks it like, looks like it looks like if you ran. It looks like Sun and Moon. It looks I mean, like uh, if you ran Sword and Shield through a cell shading filter, mm-hmm. and you get it. It's better. I'm it's telling cute, you, it's though. 4K HDR. It's cute. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Okay, ma'am. It's cute. You need it to have cute. a. You need to have wow, a beast of a machine to play it. I'm surprised they haven't gotten gotten sued. Like for real, well, they're though. going on to Switch, so clearly Nintendo's fine with it. That's wild. That's not... You're telling me that's not an evolution, Bro, look at it! Like, wow. Okay. It's, they're pretty shameless about it. I don't think they... Is, is this like Paladins and uh, Overwatch? Overwatch, like, If Paladins was better than Overwatch, yeah. Right. Man. Savage. Well, Paladins, you ride in on a horse. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Oh. That is cooler. You're right. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still looking through all this Tim Tim pictures. It looks just like Pokemon. It is. Yeah. I'd I'd, I'd play this. Yeah. I'll, I'll play it. I will absolutely. Play I'm, this. I'm, I haven't played. No. And there's more I, story. Like people die, and like the Team Rocket is like trying to commit mass murder, and so they're just like stealing Pokemon. You know, like right. They're legit evil. Uh, it's you evil. Like there's like, it's very <laughs> inclusive too. There's like non-binary characters and okay. like all the all different like it's cool races, unlike Pokemon. I'm, Pokemon's gotten better about that, I think. But okay, you know so what I mean. my only okay, I don't want to. I don't game much on my PC anymore. I have a very nice gaming computer. I could play. I, I, the most recent game I bought was Mordhau. I don't know if you, you, you know that one. Mordhau is this. Um, why are we talking about this? It's this. Uh, <laughs> it's a medieval combat game. Um, oh, I know what you're talking play, about. I was playing it with I know exactly Brandon what you're and Nick about. Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. But but purposefully so. Like you sure. have to like. All the all all the melee attacks are gesture based, oh. and you have to block and like draw yeah. and parry. That very difficult. It's very difficult, but it is super violent and very enjoyable when you do get a kill. Like it feels like a real sword battle in that like one hit, two hits, and that's and you're done. It's not like a, in a movie for where it's sure. like dueling for minutes. Yeah. And, no, no. It's you, if you get a good hit, you win. You know. Um, well, this but, is very different. Than but, I spent, but but what I'm saying is, I spent. 25 dollars $20, on this game. Played it maybe for less than ten hours. That's twenty five dollars worth of fun. Yeah, I know. If but you think like, about a movie ticket, it's like twenty bucks. Where they enough. used to be, you know, or two hours. But with Tim Tim, it's thirty five dollars. Yeah, and you and play I it. I don't know if I'm going to get that much enjoyment out of it. I don't. You'll get hooked. You will. There's no gyms. There's dojos. It, how does it work if you're? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Dylan. You got to defeat all the dojo leaders. There's no Whoa, gyms. Whoa, dojo leaders. I'm not dojos. kidding. <laughs> It's very different. <laughs> it's not Pokemon. Not at all. Um, can you can you can you adjust the line that you're taking and that it is not at all similar to Pokemon? Just do not acknowledge that it the similarity. It's like no, it's different. You would have to be in full denial. Like, well, that's fine. Fully delusional. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can do that, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll prep it. I do have a I do have a question okay. about Temtem, which is very interesting to our listeners. Um, if you 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 are an established Temtem player. <laughs> You've been playing. Yeah, I'm on the Reddit. Okay. R slash play Temtem. I need my Lumas. They're not Shinies, they're Lumas. Okay? Uh-huh. The, when you get a color variation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Got it. It's not at all Pokemon. Oh, yeah. boy. It's different. Go yeah. ahead and ask um, So, how do I play with you when you are a higher level than me? 
or you're more progressed in the game? You can have we to still be, play together? You can. You just have to be in the same area. Okay. Does it like scale or something? Like No. Mm. I would just destroy everything. That's a, that's fine. I could use lower temtem. Oh. You know? So you'd be slumming it? <laughs> or I could like help you get a bunch of XP, you know, by like oh. doing quick battles really quickly. Or I'll just com- I'll just come with you to the high level zone and you couldn't get there. Like we have to be in the same area, you know. Oh. So I would have to go down to you have to slum if it. it's a lower player. Okay. Yeah, got it. Okay, so you play. That's what we'll time. do when you buy it. Yeah, I, I'm it's, not fully. We'll get you through that first dojo real quick. <laughs> I'm not fully opposed to buying it on the PC. Not fully. We'll see. There um, might be crossplay. I'm gonna buy it on Switch too. So if you buy it on Switch, I can play with you still. Wow. Okay. And I'll be starting from scratch if there's no crossplay, so we can like. Cross progression, yeah. just like how we played Marvel Ultimate Alliance together. And look, I do, I do own it. I did buy it. <laughs> that's on you. It, this mean, one's on you. That's fair enough. I'm still down. If you ever t- just tell me if you want to play Ultimate Alliance, Let's play it right now. We're the only people playing it. Okay, Ron. You what did you do? Ron and I are playing Shinobi Striker. I, do? I didn't do anything. Okay, cool. Please. I mean, what did I do? I went to go see the Invisible Man with y'all. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot I saw it again. Really liked it. It's a solid movie. What was it like to half watch it? Ron? Dude, it was lovely. <laughs> I really liked it. <laughs> hey, um, look, man. Dylan demanded we I all see it, sleep. and I went to go see it. Demanded. And it was good. Uh, that's what you said on the on the that's show. That's true. Notes. Yeah, I guess I did. Dylan demands everyone go see Invisible. Man. Y'all should still go see it. It's fantastic. Yes, go see it. It was great. I really enjoyed sleeper it. hit. Was deaf. Uh, I don't think maybe. anything else. Nothing worse. Nothing. We played Vampire last night. That was great. Um, wow. <laughs> Somebody's cheer. That's got to be okay, Dylan. Yeah, <laughs> um, Thor, Love and Thunder, will include Guardians of the Galaxy ahead of their Volume 3 return. So what does that mean? Oh, they're just going to be in the movie. <laughs> what do you mean what that mean? Are they going to be in the movie? Well, interesting here, um, Vin Diesel is currently doing the rounds uh, to promote <laughs> Bloodshot. <laughs> Whoa, his eyes. They're Bloodshot. <laughs> the actor... What, some kind of Bloodshot? <laughs> the, the actor has dropped a bombshell <laughs> by confirming that the Guardians of the Galaxy are set to appear in the upcoming Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, he says... Thor will also. Thor will also. The what? This sentence. It's conversational, okay. I guess. Okay. Uh, Thor. Thor will also. The director talked to me about it. Thor will incorporate some of the Guardians of the Galaxy. He added nothing uh, that is in the first film is blah 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 whatever. So they're going to be in this. Word, I guess. Also, Ooh. also, really quick. On the TV spot for Bloodshot. Yeah. I heard somebody say it. I. It you was, heard someone say Bloodshot? Yes. It was. It was in oh. the background. So I didn't like. Fully get to pay attention, and I've I just forgot, find that. I forgot until right now, until we were talking about. I'm gonna go watch the TV spots after this. I think, and I think it's he's bloodshot. No, I think I think it's stop that. it. I think it is. Maybe someone in the store said that. That's fantastic. No, 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 no. This was at someone's house. Oh, I was at Lori's parents' house. And the TV. One of her parents said it. No, <laughs> they love bloodshot. <laughs> they do. The TV is always on, and we were talking, and then I see the bloodshot commercials <laughs> on. And then I see, I think it's a child, says he's yeah. bloodshot or that's bloodshot. That, that sounds about right. Yeah. Anyway. No way. <laughs> um, Black Widow uh, news. Scarlett Johansson uh, confronts her past in the action-packed final trailer. That trailer was dope. It is good. Came out this morning. It did. Or two days ago. Oh, if you're listening yeah, now. Two days ago. If you're, really if you're listening in the present and not yeah, the past. Yeah, and not in the past. If you're not sneaking in here and... Watching us record. You never know. Nicholas? We got a live Nick, audience. Nick Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> like it's both of the Nicks that yeah. we need to call out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, go watch this. I mean, we're obviously going to see this movie. Yeah, this movie. It's kind of weird that the final trailer comes out like two months before I the know. movie. That's is a little that... unprecedented. Is it? That normally doesn't happen. Normally okay. it's a little bit closer. But mm. I don't know. Do you think uh, this movie is going to be hurt by coronavirus? 
Yeah, this is hard to say now. We'll, we'll talk about this more in the James Bond news. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. It's really hard to predict. Um, fin Fang Foom uh, <laughs> rumored to make MCU debut in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. They're going to have a dragon. So how are they going to – there's not going to be a full dragon, right? Why not? Why not? Okay. It's an alien. <laughs> I, mean, like, I mean, we could have Thanos, right? Or any. The bigger question is how do you pull off that yeah, name in 2020? Fin Fang Foom? Yeah. I feel like it's mildly racist. Oh, well, you think, I mean, yeah. I mean, a little bit. I mean, yeah, but I mean, so it was like the Mandarin and yeah. Shang-Chi. I don't know. I feel like that's just sort of like. I guess you're right. But I don't know. For some reason, Fin Fang Foom seems particularly like. Maybe he'll be renamed. Or... Can but you imagine the backlash? The, all the Fin Fang Foom fans. Well, isn't Fin Fang like the Fin Fang stands like ten stories tall or something? Like he's yeah, he's, he's a big boy. Yeah, right? He's a, a giant. He's a right? big boy. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they're going. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be some like switcheroo, kind of like. I mean, with there's the like giant monsters in other Marvel movies. You never know. Guardians. He's an alien, right? Yeah, but Shang Chi's so like grounded. I see what you're saying. It doesn't seem like maybe he won't be. We'll see. We will see. There was a dragon we in uh, see, Iron Fist. Stop. Skeleton. Stop. Because they couldn't afford a dragon. Yeah, wow. exactly. Uh, the, it was a uh, Drake Lich, which is the... Uh, dead. You're boring yourself. I mean, I <laughs> it's a Drake Lich, which is a uh, an undead dragon. It's got to be what it was. It's the only, only uh, excuse. I know what that is. Uh, the Batman director, Matt Reeves, shares a first look at the sleek new Batmobile. What do y'all think? Bro, I want this. I want this. I want it. It looks like Dom Toretto's Batmobile. I want, this, I, want this mus- I want this muscle car, dog. I it looks want like it. it looks like Batman's about to tell me the importance of family. Yeah. How many y'all stop? I think it looks good. It just looks very fast. No, curious. it looks cool. It does. It looks very. It looks fast like he's about to go drive underneath an eighteen wheeler. I don't like these like photoshopped Batman in the photos. I feel like they look pretty weird. You know. I always like standing by the car. They look really fake to me, but. I don't know. Are they photoshopped? Yes. They are. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's fine. You you have to promote your Batman too. I get it for sure. Uh, and Otherwise, just a car, you know. Right. Rumor, <gasps> this rumor, DC Comics five G reboot plan significantly reduced in the wake of Dan DiDio's departure. Dan DiDio's departure. It's too many D's. Um, departure. Yeah, we talked about that. I think mm-hmm. were you? Was that was last on. week? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we talked Two a little weeks bit ago. about stuff. So. Um, Dan DiDio's departure from DC Comics sent shockwaves through the industry, and the story continues to develop as fans and journalists alike attempt to discern what his absence means for 5G, a.k.a. Generation 5. <gasps> most sites uh, agree that 5G was set to be a line-wide reboot that saw the publisher's most popular heroes, like Batman, Superman, and Aquaman, aged up and replaced by a younger, more diverse group of heroes uh, who assume their mantles. Now, Bleeding Cool... Um, what? Sh- they shouted us out too, by the way. Yeah. Um, is reporting that AT&T and uh, Time Warner have given DC the mandate to reduce the original scope of 5G to a, quote, smaller line of books that already have had a number of issues completed. So they were already working on this, clearly. Right. Additionally, whereas 5G was going to attempt to chronicle and categorize all of DC's past history, uh, it is now going to cover a much smaller breadth of time. Uh, on the surface, it certainly sounds as if AT&T and Time Warner are backtracking on 5G, but with so much of the work already completed, they don't really have any choice but to press forward. Um, okay. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know how I feel about it either. It's, I was kind of looking forward to like a big shake-up. Same. Where yeah. I could jump in and I mean, kind of try DC they, again. 
I mean, they need something, right? Because they're yeah. lagging behind. And this seems like their best shot. I think people were open to the idea of 5G. Some people mm-hmm. were not looking forward to it. But, but those are the same people that are going to hate any, any change. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, we gonna find it out. does sound a lot like Marvel Legacy, but which didn't work. But I don't know. I was looking forward to it. I feel like Marvel Legacy didn't, they didn't fully commit, I feel like. I feel like they like halfway committed. They replaced nearly every character, though. Like Cap, Iron Man, Captain Marvel, you know, Hulk. um, I guess they did, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. They didn't do, like, I see what you mean, though. They didn't do, like, a clear cut, like, we're canceling everything. Here's all these number ones. Right. They just kind of, like, naturally happened, which I guess happens when you don't. They didn't up either, did they? No. Well, Marvel tends to do that, but that was. Well, yeah, Marvel doesn't erase their history every few years. Right. <laughs> Shade. Uh, the Three Jokers miniseries finally gets a release date from DC. Remember this book? Yep, yep. Uh, DC Comics te- uh, readers tend to remember the little things, like the discovery of a Joker <laughs> that's been kept prisoner in the deep, dark depths of the Batcave for quite a while. Especially when there's uh, two other clown princes of crime running around Gotham. However, the mystery remained untouched for a number of years as DC Rebirth soldiered on, and Doomsday Clock eventually concluded. Eventually concluded. <laughs> Who wrote this? Did you write this? No. Um, and Doomsday Clock eventually concluded after several lengthy delays. <laughs> that's not me. Uh, that says it that. continues under there. Yes, I see. Uh, with the latter concluded, it seems Jeff Johns now has time to tackle the mystery of Batman Three Jokers. Uh, DC has announced a June seventeenth release date for the first installment of a three-issue miniseries uh, that sees Jason Fabok on art duty. He says he's been working on it for two years. Okay. Yeah, and it's still not three finished, issues. I'm sure and it's not done. He's right. very well. He was doing Doomsday Clock. Oh. He was doing yeah. So but he is very detailed with his work. So well, you put like a very slow artist on two true. huge books. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. I, so was this Joker thing in the Rebirth special? I don't remember this. I I read they the talked Rebirth. about it. What didn't was not the one where they revealed he was in. Was under, it the Rebirth special? Because I read the Rebirth. I'm sure a listener will it, correct me. It was a long time ago. It was a while ago. I read for that sure. when it came out, but I don't remember it. Maybe it wasn't in that. It was in something. It was in it something, was something sure. er, when like the early days of Rebirth. Right. Was it a uh, when they were holding the line at two ninety nine? A free comic book. Day? Or was it like Doomsday Clock number one? It definitely. No, wasn't that. it was not. It was not in no, that. I remember reading that. It definitely wasn't. Okay. Well, whatever. It was in. I might have been free comic book day. Whatever. It was in something. It wasn't something a very while long yeah. while ago. Yeah. I uh, forgot that there were two other Jokers. Honestly. So did I. I haven't been. I, rem- I remember. Well. I had this in the back of my mind for a while because I was very curious about it. Didn't they announce this when Rebirth was starting? Like that really I quickly, they announced the three so. Jokers as a series really early on, and it's just take. I thought they it just got canceled. Like they just weren't doing it anymore. But Mulan, Mulan is getting down to business with an expected <laughs> eighty-five plus million dollars opening in North America. Do you like the uh, headline for now, for now? Yes, I didn't write it. I'm. I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, the Hollywood Reporter has shared early tracking for Disney's new new, uh, new Mulan movie, and, and it's going to ex- uh, expect it to get eighty five plus million dollars. Um, I don't. Okay, can someone who understands box office a little better than me explain this? How do they know? Like, where do they? What are they getting this from? They go by social media, like trailer views and like pre ticket pre sales. Okay, because I think because we have tickets. Yeah, I think ticket pre sales are probably a good indicator because you just like multiply it by something, you know. They're normally pretty close. Sometimes they're way off. Every once in a while. Sure. But they're almost always like within like 10, 20 million. Okay. But 85 is good for this because Aladdin did 91.5 million in its opening. 
and it made like over a billion dollars. Okay. Mulan's definitely hurting, you know, the China, like overseas, it's going to hurt a lot. But here, it seems like, I also feel like it's a little too early to say because we don't know what What's gonna happen the landscape is going to be sure. right. in yep. a few weeks. Getting on to our next story then. Um, no Time to Die pushed back over seven months due to coronavirus concerns. Do you, okay, do you buy that 100%? Do you think that's what it is? Um, or do you think there's something else? Um, I don't know. I, I think so. There was a lot of speculation that this would happen, and now MGM has officially announced that No Time to Die, the new James Bond movie, has been pushed back by over seven months. Uh, so that means uh, it was coming out April 10th, and now it is coming out uh, November 12th in the UK. I'm sorry, November 25th here. Yeah. Um, wow. Um, I don't know. That seems a little wild to me. I feel like of all the movies to push back, I think No Time to Die isn't going to be the one that suffers the most from people being scared to go to the movies. Yeah. And why, why so far back? Yeah, I think it was probably just too crowded in the you summer, so? you know? I don't think you can really shift something to the summer because it's just so competitive. Let me see. We're November 2020 movies. Also, James Bond does a lot overseas, so I think oh. they're, probably, they're probably concerned about that, too. But so so was Mulan, and they didn't move, so I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Like, I mean, that it sounds to me like there's something else going on there. Like, maybe... The, like, like they're going to rework something? Yeah, maybe, maybe that. Maybe there was... Um, you don't think they're trying to go for like well, the Oscar nom? Or no, whatever? no, no. I think, but isn't there a thing in this where the villain is going to be using some sort of a virus to create a pandemic or something? I don't know. Uh, actually, I, I, I remember being reading a conspiracy theory about that, and that's why they're moving. They it. definitely didn't talk about it in the trailer, mm. right? I remember um, reading an article that was sort of theorizing that um, people who know Bond better than I do that'd be that, a weird reason for them to push it back. I feel like that would work in their favor. You think so? You think so? Well, Contagion is like number four on iTunes, so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think they would. it's one of the things where they'd be like, oh no, but then they'd actually be like, this is awesome. <laughs> it is two weeks after Eternals, so I don't know if that'll hurt it, but. Okay. Probably won't. Um, Raya, Godzilla vs. Kong. If I don't think that's coming out in November, no. but. Godzilla, uh, you, you think no, it's, it's coming? definitely coming out. It's not. Wow. Bet? Bet or I bet? Pod- podcast bet? Isn't that Sony also? I don't know. No, it's Universal, right? You're probably right. Um, yeah, it's Universal. Okay. Oh, wait, is Bond Universal? MGS. Yes. Oh. Not anymore, right? I don't know. I have no clue. They're only doing a bunch of... I think they're the same I think they're the same studio, but I could be wrong. I mean, Bond is MGS. Look at all this nonsense. Yeah, right? Looking at these bets here. Oh, wow. Um, okay, so are you guys going to... Bond is not? Universal. Okay, well, this article says so MGM. Is it's MGM. MGM in like the UK or something, but oh. here it's Universal. They're not going to release two movies, two of their own movies. That's on the 27th. Okay. Wait, so they're the same day? Yeah, that's not happening. The 25th? Oh, what? Wednesday, November 27th, it says Godzilla. Godzilla's going to move. When's the 25th? I'm calling it now. Is that a Monday? That's weird. That well, obviously, those dates are wrong. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ron, are you taking that bet with Dylan that Godzilla and Kong will move? Well, okay, Godzilla not- Kong says number 20. Well, initially you said not coming out this year. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that. It's not coming out this year. I, yeah, I'm It's going to move to like March or like February or something. It's coming out this year. Do you okay. think Sony's going to release bo- week, we doing? week we doing, to week or Universal? Five. Wanna, Do five. You want a drink? Five dollars. Bet, 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 bet. All right, bet. 
Five dollars. Just changing money around. Anyway. I haven't even Just made sure they're the same studio yet. Oh, I, I haven't paid y'all because uh, for Sonic, right? I don't think I have. Well, give me my money, I dog. I don't, I don't have money on me right now. <laughs> I, for, I, I forgot about it. Um, don't you owe me four dollars? Oh, I don't know. We'll see. I, or, I already think it's not going to come out, just regardless. Right. <laughs> I, 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 I owe Dylan $5, yes. and I owe you $4. Yes, because I lost a bet for And I assume that this meant this got paid, right? You Did you pay me? No, that's you owe me dollars for the Snyder yeah, Cut. $4. That's okay. how that works. So let's recap. We haven't done any betting in a while. Um, the current active bets that we have going on. $30,000. Um, Dylan bet <laughs> $5 each. To Ron and I, the New Mutants will be released as a paid streaming slash Fathom event. I lost. I mean, not yet. I mean, hey but man, very likely. Coronavirus, dog. He goes straight to streaming <gasps> now. I can still win. <laughs> oh man, everything's gonna come out. You know streaming. what? That's a, that's a dark horse. What if? What if? <laughs> Bro, what if? What bro? if? Um, it's my hail mary. <laughs> um, I bet a dollar each. I don't. I don't remember doing this. That Harley will date Wonder Woman. To each in the of comics. You in the comics. Sure. I mean, what's the timetable? Yeah, what's it didn't happen. Okay. We need to look at that old article and see what the issue was supposed to be okay. and who it was. All right. Um, then there's the Sonic bets that we've already covered. Uh, Ron owes me a dollar for the Snyder Cut not being released in 2019. Um, <laughs> what a time. Matt bet $5 to Ron that Star Wars announces Ryan Johnson news in 2020. Meaning news on a, um, his movies. Yeah. No way. Matt bet me $5 that Dune will bomb its, its opening weekend and or, or will bomb losing $50 million. He's crazy. That's insane. Fifty million plus. Matt bet Dylan one dollar that Snake Eyes will not be pushed back. Um, What's wrong with that? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, I bet five dollars to Dillian to D- to Dillian Dillian <laughs> Dillian uh, that Morbius will push will be pushed to twenty twenty. I assume that means twenty twenty one. You're losing that one too, aren't you? Pushed to twenty twenty one, not because it is twenty twenty. Right. Um, Dylan bet a dollar to me that James Bond will die. <laughs> Um, I bet five. Uh, I bet a dollar to Matt that Halloween Kills will t- will tie to number three. Uh, I don't know what that means. Oh, Halloween Kills will tie into number three with a silver shamrock mask. Um, I bet a dollar to Ron that Christian Bale will play Throg. Um, I bet a dollar um, for no obvious Valiant verse reference to Dylan, and then just you just heard that uh, Dylan thinks that don't exist because you didn't put an episode on it. Uh, Disagree. <laughs> All right. Anyway, moving on. There's our bets. Yeah, there's our bets. Are we doing news today? We just doing news. We, we, yeah, I guess so. Um, there's a new Scoob trailer. Cool. <laughs> it was it was solid. I like yeah. Scooby Doo, so it's solid. Beauty Scooby Doo. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast prequel series in the works for Disney Plus. No. From the people from Once Upon a Time. I don't care no. at all. I'm I so love bar- Once Upon a Time. Barf. No. Barf. It's LaFou and Gaston. LaFou. LaFou. That's who the would? that's who the would? prequel. Do anybody does anybody care about this? No, zero. Only only like the the hardcore Disney people. That's the only people that even care about them. This. I feel like no, they care. I'd rather have a prequel of anyone else in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, right. Well, obviously no prequel, but then number two, no one else. How are you uh, going to queer bait for a whole series? <laughs> I mean, didn't they pat themselves on the back for making LeFou gay? Disney's about they? that life. Yeah, yeah. I think he like danced with the man at the end or something, and they're like, Ooh. look what we did. I don't know. They're they're so they're such an ally. Yeah. Um, Sony Pictures has released their first full trailer for Connected, a new animated sci-fi comedy from Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse directors. I'm sorry, producers uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Um, go watch this trailer. Pause go it. Watch this pause trailer. it. Come back. Um, this trailer's crazy. <laughs> it's wild because 
it takes a hard turn mm-hmm. that you don't see coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're a minute in, and I say out loud, what is this movie about? Who's dead? And, yeah, and, who's and, dead? And Dylan was like, just wait. It's all right, man. So this looks awesome. It's I'm, a, yeah, I'm, I'm here, it has like 2D, 3D kind of animation like Spider-Verse. That's yeah, what has me excited yeah. about it. It looks really good. For it. It's got Maya Rudolph and Abby Jacobson. and, and Jacobson? Uh, oh, yeah. Jackson. No. Okay. And uh, Olivia Coleman. I'm excited. Uh, the Last of Us live action series in the works at HBO from Chernobyl creator uh, Craig Mazin. Well, let go. I'm excited. It's, um, it's, it's I love The Last of Us, the first one. Um, Do I need to play that? Yes. Yeah, I think that, you should. The Last of Us is the best game of the previous console generation. It should have been called. Well, I'm okay, Fight I me. No Prove I, don't, me wrong. I would have to look. Uh, I mean, of, of the PS3 360 generation. Sure. Uh, I, there's, there's nothing better. And that's coming from a, a massive Xbox fanboy. Like, Last of Us is amazing. Um, but no, that's great. Um, I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. I mean, it's on HBO, and they promise that they'll keep the main character. I don't. I didn't know she was gay. They'll keep her. Mm-hmm. People were worried about that. Like, but it's on HBO, so I don't know why they were worried. Right. The, the creator promised it. Uh, Mad Max: Furiosa rumor, uh, rumored to be in the works with Watchmen's Yahya Abdul Mateen II on board. Um, that's exciting. It's a prequel. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> It is. Like Dylan loves. It's kind of a younger Furiosa. According to Collider's Snyder Snyder Cut podcast, the movie is indeed being developed as a Fury Road prequel with a focus on a younger Furiosa before she became one of Morton Morton Joe's uh, imperators. Um, Snyder seems to doubt that Char- uh, Charlie Theron will reprise the role. Obviously, she's going to be younger. Um, however, and believes a younger actress will wind up being cast. That's cool. Um, is it? I mean, I guess. I guess it has to be a prequel. I, her I, her I, story pretty much ended. I liked Fury Road when it came out. No, I like it a lot. I still like it. I just uh, I watched it. Really? Mm-mm. What? You haven't seen Mad Max? Mm-mm. I feel like it. Any of them? Well, especially you only need to see I haven't seen one. Either. I f- I feel like Fury Road doesn't hold up as well at home as it does in the theater. I think it does. I disagree. Do you? I watched it a couple years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. I ha- I haven't watched it at home though. So I'm just purely talking out of my butt. So. We should do that sometime. Talk out of our butts? It's not a comic. Oh. An episode. Yeah. yeah. It's like right. I haven't seen it, Ron. It was like a... It, it's a good... I feel like I, every nerd boy saw that movie. It was a whole it, thing. It was yeah, like, I missed it. Huh. It was like Shin Godzilla, but like way bigger. Sure. Like every guy... got like nominated for an Oscar. Everyone was freaking out. It was Don't a worry. huge deal. Uh, Warner Brothers Animation releases uh, a Red Band trailer for Mortal <laughs> Kombat Scorpion's Revenge. What? Which leans heavily into the over-the-top violence of the video game. With extreme violence it and does. bad language. It does. It's, uh, it's, I think it looks fun. It looks... Yeah, it looks fun. That's. It looks like nonsense and garbage, but, like, fun, you know? Yeah. I mean, you'll watch anything, so... Right? <laughs> it looks this fine. This is not my cup of tea, it normally. Looks I mean, I it does look fun. I'm happy for Mortal Kombat fans because I feel like they've had nothing for a long time, other than the game. Like well, the, they, game want a, every they want a live years. action though. That's what the live action's happening. Has a cast and everything. Like it's, oh, I think it's filming right, right now, yeah, right? You right. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't get the. I think they're just ramping up to get people familiar for the live action one. I don't sure. get the people that are really into fighting game stories. Like Mortal Kombat has a story. That one's supposed to be pretty good. The Mortal Kombat story. It, mm-hmm. it has. Yeah, a, it's more be, of a story than any other fighting. Yeah, game. It's supposed to be. Like the best it's like one. injustice. I, be- I beg to differ. I own Street Fighter, the role playing game <laughs> book. There's like a hundred pages of like crap about corporations. That's a book that doesn't count. Well, no, no, it's a it's a game. It's a table oh. t- it's an RPG that like the, oh, people, well, the people who made Vampire the Masquerade made a Street Fighter. It's terrible. Um, and I asked Malcolm, our resident Street Fighter expert, I was like, 
do you know any of this? He goes, of course I don't. I've played all the games and I don't know well, any Street of Fighter this. Street Fighter has lots of, lots of lore, too. It does. It plays like comics. And... Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it, the animation on this looks pretty cool. Um, and if you're a Mortal Kombat fan, you'll definitely be about it. Um, Amazon's Tales from the Loop trailer is a moving uh, Simon Stalinhog painting. It looks exactly like the art. So uh, this is from uh, ba- this is a new Amazon Prime series based on Tales from the Loop uh, role-playing game uh, that leans heavily on the paintings of a Swedish artist named St- Simon Stalinhog, uh, who's known for uh, making illustrations that combine stereotypical Swedish landscape with futuristic elements like robots and other advanced technologies. Um, what is the loop? The loop is a giant particle accelerator that surrounds a town and creates weird tech. Um, the game is really fun because you play as kids and you can't die. Um, you just like pass out and then move on to the next scene. Um, <laughs> they made a sequel that we currently have at all stores. The Tales from the Loop is out of print. Um, but Things from the Flood is the sequel. You play as kids in the 90s and you can die. You play as teenagers in the 90s. I'm sure it'll and come back into print, no? They are releasing a starter set in April to coincide with this. Cool. And we are running... I, I said last week that I wanted to run this, um, but I did find a DM to run this for customers in April, so we are going to be playing Tales from the Loop in the store. That's dope. So it's going to be super fun. It's going to be Robert. Robert's super hyped about it. Obviously. Um, so yeah, and it has um, one of the guys, uh, Jonathan Price from Game of Thrones. He's Maybe I could get passes for that and we can give them away or something. That'd be cool. Because they, they gave us a bunch for the boys. Amazon, you know? Oh, cool. And they started in theaters. Maybe they'll do this one too. That'd be neat. Oh, it has Rebecca Hall in it. Okay. That's I like her. Okay. Um, Mariko Tamaki takes over DC's Wonder Woman this summer. Um, the Laura Dean keeps breaking up with me writer will assume control of the twice monthly comic this June. Uh, Tamaki takes over the series uh, with June's Wonder Woman number 759 and the, uh, the first two issues released that month. But number 759, I'm sorry, both number 759 and 760. The first two chapters of her first storyline will be illustrated by Michael Janin, uh, which covers both Batman and Superman with covers from both, uh, I'm sorry, from David Marquez. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. I'm excited. Yeah. I like Mariko. Do you think that's that's 5G stuff or is it separate? From Doesn't look like it. Looks like regular Wonder Woman. Interesting. Interesting. But She's I love great. Laura Dean keeps breaking up with me. Yes. I pitched at the book club. It came in third. Okay. Out of like maybe ten. Ten books, yeah. yeah it was hard, dude. It wasn't nice. terrible. Yeah. yeah. You should repitch it. Repitch it. Yeah. Uh, I mean it might I win feel next, like it, next month. It goes down each time you pitch it. Oh. Yeah. Well, then. Anyway. Onward, um, seeing Blase, forty million dollars <laughs> domestic opening, um, sixty eight million dollar worldwide, Middle East market ban and coronavirus fears impacting box office. Do you know why it was banned in the Middle East? Uh no. Because there's a huge gay character in it. Oh, is there? No. There's oh. a line where one of the cops says, she's talking about kids. She's like, I know my, my girlfriend's kids are driving me nuts. And that's the mm. whole, whole gay character. Fun. Huge, it. huge gay So character. it was banned huge. in the Middle East. Wow. And in Russia and like overseas, it's changed to like my husband or something like that, you know? Wow. They made it so it was a line that could easily be changed. You know, like you'll, you'll never see like story elements of sure. LGBT characters in these movies. It has to be something you can like Delete. take out. Like I'm sure Eternals will be the same way. But, um,. <laughs> <laughs> well, even if it, there'll like probably be a couple crappy. scenes in Internals, but I'm sure they'll take it out. But like, my big complaint is, are we like no have no time left? No, we're fine. Okay, my my I complaint mean, is if you're gonna like put in an LGBT character and it's gonna suffer overseas, like make it a real character, you know, sure. that like will appeal to the LGBT like market here. You know, right. I feel like you're 
losing on both ends because everyone they think that like we'll love that but really everyone's just like rolling their eyes at it and then overseas and they're banning it so it's like you're and, not winning and, and also, 48 million 40 million is really low for a disney pixar opening and you don't get to pat yourself on the back for inclusion and diversity or any of that stuff or it's Oof. their first out gay character they're saying okay yeah what about and it's just one throwaway line lefou right. wasn't out oh okay it's closeted <sighs> This is the stupidest thing because, it's a good like, movie. because it's like, I'm trying to. I, I mean, know I'm overstarting I mean, the movie, but it's stupid. Yeah. It, that, I mean, that's a win, I guess. But like, come on, like you don't get to applaud yourself for having the first out gay character in a Disney animated movie. I guess, it's... and then you cut it out overseas. Give me a break. Yeah, I mean, like either either do it or don't. Yep. You know. Enough. Also, like, cutting it out is very offensive because, like, what are you saying? Like, that money is more important to you than. I mean, then, then, what do you expect? I guess, but like, I mean, yeah. What do you? They took off Finn from. The Chinese posters were Star Wars. So, like, <laughs> they really? really, they have no... Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's like, whatever makes a quick buck. But, like, I just think from a business standpoint, it's bad because you're not pleasing anyone here. And at this point, I'll say, welcome to work, Nick. Because w- usually what tends to happen is Nick says, when we have a little bit of a longer show, yeah, he never gets to the body or, or oh, gets no. to the review. It's always <laughs> the news. Then I pull right into my spot at work. So, welcome to work, Nick. I assume you're, you just now pulled into your parking <laughs> space. Um, anyway, so I kill giants. Uh, is a 2017 film, uh, well, movie, that came out, uh, (laughs) flick, uh, that came out, I'm sorry, in 2017, based on a comic from Image, uh, Image, Mm -hmm. that came out in 2008. Yes. Um, Yes. Have you, has anybody anybody watched this ahead of time? No. Before we were going to do this? No. I wanted to see it. I've been wanting to watch it as well. I had my own reasons for not wanting to watch the show previously. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. sort of was not into it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so it's based on a... Oh, I didn't realize Joe Kelly wrote the screenplay as well. Joe mm-hmm. Kelly wrote the screenplay, and he also wrote the graphic novel. Um, spoilers? Full spoilers for this? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so there is a pretty big spoiler for this movie. Um, so if you actively care about spoilers for... I kill giants. It, it does. It does properly affect the story, but we can't talk about it without. We can't talk about this movie without talking about the spoiler. Oh, so, if you care, turn it off. Yes. Um, yes, yes. So anyway, so this uh, movie stars Madison Wolf, Imogen Poots, uh, Sydney Wade, Rory Jackson, and Zoe Saldana. Which I, d- I didn't know she was Zoe Saldana was in this. I was like, oh, really? oh hey, look at that. I I knew very little about the movie. I feel like she was a big. Yeah, she was a big draw for the movie. Whenever the yeah. trailers were coming in, so for sure. So, did did any of you guys read the book for this ahead of time? Ahead of time, no. And I had I bought this book probably around the same time the movie came out, right? And oh, I've wow. been wanting to read it, but I my backlog is of course nonsense. At this oh, it's black and white. So I I read the first three chapters uh, this weekend, and it's from what I read, it's. One-to-one. I can see why he wrote this. I can tell he wrote this. I've heard it's very accurate because it's it's some of the, it's dialogue just pulled from the book, mm-hmm. right? Point. Yeah, and that's that's which is fine. Everything I read very, says that it's very faithful to the yeah, source material. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I hadn't read it. So same. Um, so the movie is about um, Barbara Thorson. A I don't know how old she's supposed to be in the movie. Middle like, schooler. Middle school. 12, 12 yeah, to fourteen. 12, 13, yeah, yeah. Um, girl who. Kills monsters and defends the town. Uh, tells everyone that she defends the town from monsters. Yep. Mm-hmm. And giants. Giants, yes. Yep. Um, and that we... You know, she has a secret weapon that lives in this special purse. 
Uh, I forget the name of the weapon. It's called like Storm. Uh, Storm. Sovelsky. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. The name yeah, of the baseball yeah, player. The baseball player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kovaleski. Co- yeah, Kovaleski. Um, yeah. Anyway, this came out in theaters? Barely, I think. Okay, because yeah. this is a theatrical release poster. Yeah, no way. Bit. Okay, so anyway, um, what did y'all think of this movie before we get fully into it? Go ahead. I, I'll go first. I'll go first. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I did. It wasn't the best movie I ever saw. Um, I had a good time with it. Um, I felt like I, I felt like it was emotionally manipulative, or like one of those ones that. Um, this is the crying part. This is the, you know this is this is the part where you're supposed to you know like you know what I mean like where agreed where it, and I know that's like one of your pet peeves is that you don't like it when yeah, movies are just yeah. like okay I get it this is the sad part you know yeah. what I mean not like a you didn't earn it yeah right. Um, so that, that, that was like the biggest flaw for me. Uh, the, the visuals were okay. Um, I thought the visuals were pretty good. I mean, the was, budget they had. You mean like the monster parts? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I thought parts. it was fun. It looked, it looked pretty much like the comic They were book. used like very sparingly, mm-hmm. but effectively, you know, yeah, like they were, um, I don't know. It was always like kind of in the shadows or in the mist, right. I think for budgetary right. reasons, but like it worked. It didn't take me out of it. Zoe Saldana uh, plays the school uh, counselor, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. She cares way more than any other mm-hmm. school counselor that I've ever encountered. Yeah. But, you know, like paying house calls, like, okay. Yeah. Um, but Dedicated. I, I'm I'm a little glad that there wasn't the ambiguity. Like, we talk about this with, uh, with the Invisible Man, that there's that you have a definite answer on whether there is an Invisible Man or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not sure. like, is she crazy? Uh, and I'm glad that we did have a definitive answer on this, right? Um, what did you think about this, Rob? I think the movie's good. Um, I really wish I would have read the comic because I feel like the comic goes more in depth with her, like um, not psyche, but just how she deals with with things. You mm-hmm. know? I wanted I wanted that aspect of it because the book's pretty pretty thick. Yeah, it is. So, and but so, yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. So what? what the big the big reveal is that. You know, everyone's telling her that monsters don't exist, that this isn't real, blah, blah, blah. The big reveal is that there, the, the giants aren't real. There are no giants. Mm-hmm. And she has created them in her mind as a way of dealing with her mother dying from cancer. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she, like, you don't even know she has a mother yeah, nah, up a, until. I thought her sister was her mother for a little bit. I was just like, okay. Well, yeah, sure. I, I knew nothing about this other than the title. Okay. Have you had you seen the trailer? No. Huh. If if it if we're doing something like this where I'm watching something I've never seen before, I actively try to not watch the trailer okay. just so I can try to go in as yeah that's as same, cold same. As I, mean. I just saw it when it was being like promoted. Right. promoted I, don't, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. I, if I did, I didn't. Remember. The trailer is very um, misleading. Is it? It's like it's. I feel like it's billed as like an action adventure, and it's just like from the producers of Harry Potter. Well, um, the trail the poster looks like it's a yeah yeah an it, actual it's a hard movie to market. I will admit. Like right. either you're upfront about what it is, or you lie and keep the surprise. You know, right? Sure. And they just chose to to lie. So, yeah. well, I mean, the whole the whole movie is the surprise. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The, the whole movie is the twist. That's the movie, right? That's the movie. Um. So, what did you think about this movie, Dylan? This I don't want to talk about this it. Is, this, is, this is going to be the first time that Dylan and I like openly like. I feel like disagree. This is the first time I've haven't liked something and y'all both liked it. I feel like usually there's yeah, it's usually the other way around. Yeah. 
So, so I, didn't, I didn't like this movie. Man, all right, all right. So you watched it yesterday, I watched right? it yesterday, last okay. night. Fresh. Um, fresh in the mind. Okay. I we, thought... We watched it a week ago. Yeah. 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 So, tell me. what's uh, what, what are your thoughts here? Um... So, number one, the, the marketing, I don't, I don't really hold it against it. You know, like I said, it's hard to market. But then it starts, and she's just kind of, like, it's just this, the dialogue is very, like, unbelievable. Um, disassociative. Uh, she, she speaks, like, it's something, like, the way she talks, I think, plays better in a book sure. than a movie. Because okay. I don't think she was delivering them very well. Okay. I hate, like, talking about, like, child actors, but I didn't. Especially like the I kill giants part. I was like, ugh, I hunt giant. What were the three? But um, it's in here. It's yeah. I, I hunt giants. I kill giants. So you, you start with this girl, and she's just like very pretentious and like right. superiority complex, like very like casually cruel to everyone. Right. You know? So like, you just don't like her. And then. The, you're talking about the main character? The main character, <laughs> yeah, Bar- I Barbara. I, um, I find giants. I, I hunt, hunt giants. giants. I, I kill giants. giants. It yeah. definitely reads better in a comic. I think than a- this whole movie, I think, is more fit for literature than a film. So, throughout the movie, you kind of touched on this. The, the plot is that she's hunting giants. Um, and then you don't find out the twist until, like, the last ten minutes, I would say. Yeah, yeah. more or less. Yeah. So, the whole movie is just, like, like worthless exposition. Because, right. like, the fact that she's just hunting giants, like, means nothing. You know? She's just hunting giants. Yeah. It's not delving into her pro- grief process right. or anything. Sure. It's just like a story about this girl hunting giants. And we're, the audience is kept like 100% in the dark. Even after like characters within the movie find out, like we're still kept in the dark. Like it'll be like, it'll like, right. their voice will cut out when they talk about it or it'll oh, cut sure, away sure, sure. from a scene. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's no reason to make it a secret. Like I can't, at, at that point, once once even in the beginning of the movie, I don't see a reason to keep it a secret. It could be like, it could be like an interesting story about this girl's grief process, but you're just watching it, being like, why is she weird? You know, right. until the last ten minutes of the movie. Which, um, to to back up your point, uh, then that means that the only way to truly get the performance or whatever is to watch it a second time. Which that could may, help, yeah, well, yeah, but. But that's an excuse. That, that's that's right. that's things people do to excuse bad movies, right? Sure, they, sure. They're like, well, yeah, I have to watch it again to get it. Like, I think I think unreliable narrators are always better in books than movies. You know what I mean? I agree with you. And I think it even could it, like as a compromise, I would have accepted if it was like a layer, and they were like we were learning a little bit more throughout the movie. But it's just nothing, and then everything, and then it's over. Kind of, yeah, like kind of like Memento. Memento has an unreliable narrator. Yeah, but. It that works a lot. Yeah, because that's than a. Yeah, yeah, you don't think um, them every time she like looked at the stairs or like looked up at that room. You don't think that was like kind of telling you what the. It movie was a little was bit, about? but a, I don't think you could ever come to the conclusion that she had a, a mother mom dying of cancer. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure, sure, like sure, there's sure. a one point where her friend looks into the room and then drops her glass and runs away. Right. But they played it off like it was something scary, like sure. really, like dramatic music, and then mm-hmm. she like. Like, do you think there's a monster in the room or something? Right. I think at, that's what they wanted us to think. At that point, that's what I thought. I, of course, I didn't yeah. know what type of a movie this was because sure, I've never sure. read it. Yeah. I've never seen a trailer. Yeah, I, I kind of knew what this movie was about. Did you? So did I didn't you know, know that. Did you know the the mom thing? Yeah. Oh, you did. Well, I knew there was some. I knew there was something depressing. You okay. assume there's trauma yeah. just based on sure the movie, but like I don't get the point in making it a mystery. 
Like right. why? Other See, than to, other than to have your payoff that you think is going to be powerful. Sure. I'm curious if it if it plays that way in this book. I've heard a lot of people love this book. Yeah, so I, I want to say I feel like like I should have read it, but I want to say it probably plays plays better in this. You would assume so, right? Because you have more time to like actually. I just feel like Barbara her. was so like without knowing what she's going through, she's, she's so just unlikable. so unlikable. Like yes. you can't connect with her on any level. She like literally hits people. Yeah. She's, right. There's no redeeming qualities. Her and just the monster hunting was so boring to me. I was just like, get through it. Like, I was happy when her friend came in. When um, what's her name? name? The British girl. Yeah, Sophie. Sophia. Sophie. Sophia. Sorry. Yeah, yeah when yeah. she came in, because at least we had something like some like connection to reality. You know, because yeah. it was just like a boring sci-fi up until that point, like or right. a cheap like Maze Runner style. You know. Like, sure. Yeah. yeah. I just thought I thought like eighty percent of the movie was pointless. Interesting. Um, I, I I agree with you. I agree with you. I'll I'll give a little bit of detail here. Well, I mean, uh, we're it's we're not fully at an hour yet, but uh, I'll give a little bit of detail as to why I maybe I connected a little bit more to it than you did anyway. Um, so I watched this movie in Mississippi uh, when oh, I was okay. in doing that doing the wedding thing. Sure, and. On Saturday. The wedding was on Saturday, and I watched it on Saturday after the wedding. Okay. Um, and everything's fine now. But the day before, my mom – I'm out of state. My mom had to go to the emergency room. And mm. it was, like, super scary. We didn't sure. know what was going on. And she was still in the hospital at the point that I'm watching this movie. Yeah. And then the reveal comes on, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrible. I teared up at the end. It was, it was awful. Yeah. You know? And then my mom called me, like, weirdly – Five, ten minutes after the movie was over that she had gotten out of the hospital. I'm like, whoa, this was a really sure, strange sure. experience. Very, so, very coincidental. Well, what you're saying is the I, last ten minutes resonated with you. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And so I don't think if I take myself and my situation out of it, I think it's a very mediocre movie. We should say, like, it has, like, a 70-something yeah. on Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. It has it's a like 77. Favorable um, reviews. But, oh, I mean, but only 60. It's a, a small sample size. Oh, um, Okay. Uh, top critics uh, also are 77. It's okay. dead heat. Um, 6.6 out of 10 uh, for all critics and 5.78 out of 10 oh. for top critics. So top critics, same percentage like it, uh, and they rate it just barely below a 6, which is mm-hmm. not amazing. Uh, so, I mean, that's probably where I would put it if I if I am able to separate myself. Well, did you all find the monster hunting or the giant hunting stuff interesting? No, it wasn't even fighting. It was just like setting traps, setting and stuff. traps and stuff. I feel like that was a lot of the movie. Like we didn't get to the meat of the movie until the end. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, upon, upon reflection, yes. But in when I was watching it, I wasn't bored by it. I wasn't bored by the monster hunting. Okay, but upon reflection, yeah. And also upon reflection, I probably wouldn't watch this movie again. Yeah, I think I'm I'm kind of biased in the fact that I I knew what this movie was. Mm-hmm. So I was just curious. To see I knew how people got, cried got from it. The, That's all I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew there was going to be. I thought maybe just the parents had died in like an accident sure. or something, sure, you know, sure, and that's sure. what the trauma was. But I will say I have like some pros here. Um, I thought it had like so it had a thirty-five million budget, so pretty low. It had like very nice uh, cinematography. Mm-hmm. The sets were really good. They felt very like lived in, you know, yeah, like grungy the, the and like were good. believable. Um, we were talking about CGI. It did make me tear up at the end, so I guess it gets points for that. But it, like you said, it felt very unearned. Like, right. There was no setup for me to tear up. It's just yeah. like, a mom's dying, so of course you're going to, you know, right. unless you're a monster. Right. 
Um, a giant? A giant. Uh, but I do think, so going back to the surprise thing, um, Michael and I made the connection today. Yeah. That it's very similar to a novel slash movie that came out a year before it. The novel came out after this graphic novel, but the movie adaptation of A Monster Calls so, so came this out is, a year before this. Yes. So this is very weird. So I, I don't think we prepped Ron for this at all. Okay. No. So Dylan and I were going to read this book. I read. I fully read the book. I read, read some, some of it. it. Um, <laughs> the book is called A Monster Calls. Um, we were going to read this book maybe two or three years ago mm-hmm. um, because this early days of book club. Yes, early days of book club. Um, I read it. It's very short. It's very short. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, um, and I'd completely forgotten about this book until Dylan brought it up today. He says, "Wasn't there a book that was kind of like this?" The plot of this movie of the plot of this book is. It said, in present-day England, features a boy who struggles to cope with the consequences of his mother's illness. He is repeatedly visited in the, visited in the middle of the night by a monster who tells stories. Um, the, it's a giant tree monster, exactly sure. like in this movie. Right. It's very similar, except that the mother illness thing is not a secret. Sure. So here is peeling back the layer of the onion a little bit. Okay, so Eichel Giants started being published in 2008. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um... This novel came out in 2011. Okay. So it should be pretty cut and dry that the novel ripped off the comic. Sure. Yes? No. Okay. So the the novel is written by Patrick Ness, is an author. Um, however, it is based on an original idea by Shabon Dowd. Okay. Shabon Dowd passed away in 2007. Oh. When she had already given this idea to her editor. So okay. she was the one dying of cancer. Yes, she was and dying while of she cancer. had cancer, she had this idea yes. for this story. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. So she pitched it to her editor. Her editor loved it, and they were going to start writing it, but she passed away in 2007. Mm-hmm. So then the editor goes to find someone to complete this work. Oh. Okay. So then, and that is where all information about this falls we apart. We tried. And stops. We tried to do we a tried. deep dive. We tried to do a deep dive. There's nothing. I want to know who ripped off who, basically. Yes. Because they're exactly. So did you, you watch the trailer for. A monster calls. Mm-hmm. It's yes, almost it's identical. The same. It's, a, it's so so. Y'all y'all are telling me that y'all believe, not factual, no not facts, but no. y'all believe the editor might have came around to Joe Kelly to some degree, or like in oh. the author sure, realm. Sure. No, I got Joe you. Kelly heard I got about you. it. We're not no, saying Joe Kelly ripped it off. No, I'm not, I here's here's but what somehow I, he got yes. hurt. He heard of it and through the through grapevine. It's like let me do this. So here's what I think. Change happened. it a little also, bit. Also, another interesting tidbit is like nobody seems to like joe kelly in interviews and patrick ness in interviews do not acknowledge that the other movie exists which is weird because mm. they're very similar and they came out a year apart mm. they're the just mo- so un- unpopular I think well exactly it, you know? just nobody cares yeah. um however anyway um uh what were we talking about <laughs> i lost my train of thought <laughs> what happened um we were talking about um yeah so okay so here, here's what i think here's my Best guess as to what happened. Uh, I don't know if Dylan has one too. That's our fridge. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that picks up. We'll find out. Um, what I think happened is Shabon Dowd passes away. And her editor, she passed away in 2007. Um, she probably has a, you know an idea, you know, a, a treatment, I guess. And then rather than try to get it made into, into a novel, approaches comic book companies to get it adapted. Into a comic. Okay. Goes to Image. Sure. Or, amongst others. Or, yeah, whatever. A- amongst yeah. others. Image likes the idea enough, but maybe doesn't doesn't want to buy it. Sure. Yeah. 
you know, so or 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 the, or, the, or the editor doesn't want to give up the rights so that it could be creator owned by whoever writes sure, it. Sure, you know, because sure. image is all the creator owned stuff. Yes. So then, image. Now this is making image like very dastardly here, sure, but like sure. then, you know, changes some story elements and then says, "Hey Joe, how about this idea?" Mm-hmm. And then Joe Kelly writes it. And this was Image a long time ago, you know? I feel like Image is a little bit different sure, now. Sure. This is Image sure, sure. 12 years ago. But even so, Image Image doesn't normally get ideas and then give them to a artist or a creator. Typically not. Right. Normally. But, I mean, normally the, the creator this is also comes 12 years image. ago, though. Sure. Like, it could have been an, a this weird This is pre-Saga. Like, yeah, this is, it could have been a weird inception, ago. for sure. All I'm saying is I'd like to see it acknowledge that they're identical stories, basically. Sure, sure, sure. The only difference is... The boy is like kind of friends with the monster instead of hunting it. Instead of hunting, but it's, it's like it's his a mom, child. a child, his mom's dying, and it has invisible big tree monsters to cope with sure. his mother's death. Very minor change, to yeah, him. right. And to it's a boy story. instead of a girl. It's right. like it just reads as someone who's like, "I'll make this my own," like in school, you know, like right. change, change like, a few words, yeah, to the change the plagiarism. Yeah. I, I sent Dylan a link. There's a on the Goodreads for a, a monster calls. Mm-hmm. Um. There's, you can ask questions and sure. people will respond. There's a question: Is this a comic? <laughs> there's ten responses and nobody says anything about. Oh no, it's not. But there's a. It is a really? comic. It's called I Kill Giants. I Kill Giants. Nobody yeah. says. I, I found an article talking about the box office for I Kill Giants and how the studio held it back because it turned out it was an identical story came out the year before it. Right. So this movie, like we said, cost thirty four million and it made like three hundred thousand dollars. It bomb bomb bombed. Right. Oh wait! It costs thirty-four million, million, and it made three hundred and something thousand dollars. Oh, oh, okay. Not I, even I a million. Like, Not even half a million. Three hundred something thousand. Three hundred forty-two thousand. For reference, a monster calls budget was forty-three million dollars. Box office was forty-seven point three million. That didn't do well either. So yeah. it also bombed. Yeah. Um. Did you guys notice that there were seven production companies for this movie when it was starting? Yes. No. I was like ten minutes in, and they were still doing the, the logo sequence. How many? Five minutes, but they were right. still doing the logo se- like titles for all the production companies. How many people need to be involved in this? I don't know. I feel like this probably was really hard to get made or something because so many people were like, "Who's I don't know. Um, but yeah, it bombed. Another positive thing, okay, is that I noticed when I was making my notes after is that it was it's like a female led ensemble. Yeah. But it's not like I didn't it didn't read as like female led for like monetary reasons like oh we're going to make a woman movie, you know? Like right. it just seemed like naturally. It just happened. Yeah. Nice. There's no main male characters in this no. movie. No. I didn't even realize that till watching it. I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess there weren't." Also the acting was good for everyone except Barbara. <laughs> I thought Image and Boots was really good. And so was um I want I wish it was like her Zoe. movie. She was Zoe more cared more about her struggle. Sure. Yeah. So what do we do on Dollar Box? We never, I never remembered. We just, do we recommend it? I, th- I think it's worth a watch. I think it's worth a watch. I I I think you should read it first. Yes, I agree. And then watch it because I feel like now none of us read it first. So. I feel like now I'm gonna be looking at it through a different light while sure. reading it. You know, sure. I don't think reading it first would help at all. It might help the movie. Some. I was talking to Nat, and she really loves this book, and she. Did not like the movie. Okay. Oh, interesting. I don't know if that's a common opinion. Did she? Did, she, did you ask for like? Details? I didn't give any details okay. now, but um, I don't. I know. think this. I think the book will go into more detail of her sure. um, struggle and her, her um, coping mechanism. Right. So 
Yeah, so so I say it's worth a watch. Dylan says read it, I guess, and Ron says uh, read it. Maybe, read it. yeah, most definitely. I say maybe read it. Don't watch this movie, no matter what. It's one of the worst <laughs> movies I've seen in a long time, in my opinion. Wow. I, okay. In a while, like I'd rather watch Sonic again than watch this again. Oh, I would too. The art's fantastic. The art in the book looks really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd, I would also. But really I watch will Sonic. also acknowledge that I'm in the minority, but for not liking it. So. Fair enough. All right. Well. There it is. That's I, like want other, I actually want people to watch it to like be a tiebreaker, you know? Yeah, sure. we not that there's a tie, but yeah. I want to see what more people think. Because I don't know anyone who's seen you, this movie. Do you? No. Yeah. Be, I don't know what the I mentioned it and opinion pe- is. I, I mentioned it and uh, to various people and they were like, Oh, you're reading it? So no, we're doing the movie. If there's a movie. <laughs> exactly. Because I think uh, in our circle anyway, more people know that it's a comic and, and didn't know it was adapted. I tried sure. to do some research as it's to why Hulu. as to it's why it wasn't on, yeah. really released. It's on Hulu, yeah. and I couldn't find anything. Like they didn't promote it at all, and it didn't. It barely came out. I think I had a limited release. Something must be up. I don't know. Well, the play, movies don't the make plagiarism. that little amount of money. Yeah, the plagiarism. I don't know. Movies the, don't the, make that little amount of money. There's a conspiracy here, but it's like, somewhere. The, the, yeah, but nobody cares about it. So that that's the, <laughs> that's the next podcast well, that we're gonna start. It's they didn't we, count on us though. Yeah, they didn't count on us. We're gonna be the uncanny detectives. Ooh, I do want to like do a little bit. I want to figure out like what like what that publisher is that the the woman who died worked for, and if like Joe Kelly's ever worked for them or had any. Oh, so, 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 so. The editor he, is the key. Yeah, the editor, and um, find out where the editor has worked, and if there's any crossover, if they know Joe Kelly at all. Then we get our board with our red string going yeah, from things to from things, the pins. with yeah. a big circle around Joe Kelly, <laughs> yes, and a bunch of question marks. And I like Joe Kelly though, so like I yeah, mean, have fun with that. Yeah, mm. that's a whole other series. Watch the monster calls. Uncanny detectives, because it's not a mystery with a huge reveal at the end. Did you see it? No, but in the trailer they tell you, so right. it looks better. And it has a higher it's like eighty something <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. I think I didn't it like It looks better the, in every way. I think I didn't like the book though. I couldn't I remember you not liking the book, yeah. Right. I don't I couldn't tell you why I didn't like the book, but I remember I didn't like it. Hmm. Um anyway. Well then. That's gonna do it for us. Uh thanks for four years, everybody. That's a hey, really uh, super it's cool. Crazy, boy. Stick with us for another four <laughs> if we don't die from this coronavirus. Well, at least stick with us four years. Yeah, so we, we gotta we gotta this. we gotta hang out till five at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not gonna die. No, we'll everyone, be fine. calm down about coronavirus. No, we'll be fine. Let's take a bet. Oh my! Who will we'll die first? Who will die first from coronavirus? Ron. Are we just doing us three? Whoa, sir, Ron. Whoa, you stay sick. You stay sick. I that's have how allergies. I, that's how I survive. <laughs> well, yeah, because he, he, I've been sick, dog. Yeah, Ron. Ron, stay sick. That's true, though. He's Maybe like, it's, gonna, it's gonna skip me, baby boy. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it's Michael. I feel like Michael is sick the least of us. That's what I'm saying. He get he hit him hard. Yeah, I mean, it might be. We're going to find out. And you're oldest. I that oldest. is true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, I, I have that compromised immune system of a 34-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. You're already on the w- one foot out the door. I mean, pretty much, man. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, hopefully we'll see you next week, guys. Uh, that's going to do it for us. <laughs> God. Later, guys. It's Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time.